Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Today, we are back with a special guest continuing on in this health mini series that we are doing. And I am talking with Alexandra Yu. She is a wife, mom, and registered nurse with many years of experience in the clinical research industry. But not only that, Alexandra has a strong faith and brings in this picture talking about whole health. She talks about every area of health and leaves listeners with four things that the Bible says about health and healing. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Star Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time, and I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you found the solution. On this podcast, you will find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ, time management tips for busy moms, and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive, and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk about shalom. When people originally think of the word shalom, they're often associating it with a Hebrew greeting, right? It's like a salutation. But the word shalom actually has so much more to it. Shalom in its root meaning involves peace, that peace that surpasses understanding. It's a harmony of all things working together. It's a wholeness, completeness, When I talk to moms, one of the number one things that they say they want in life is balance. And I kind of distaste that word balance, because when I think of balance, I think of a set of scales, and it's both sides weighing the same, and it's, it's a match, right? But life isn't actually about balance. Shalom and peace isn't about balance. It's about harmony. And this is my mission that I'm on. I believe Alex touches on this in her podcast episode because she talks extensively about holistic health, about whole health, about all things working together. And it just reminded me of shalom, of how important a life of shalom truly is. This is the life that I want for you, sisters. And the first step in making this a reality is jumping on a purposeful priorities clarity call. Getting clear on what truly matters most to you is the first step in creating this harmonious life because it's a clear picture of how to live in integrity of how to achieve this wholeness and completeness and to seek that peace that surpasses understanding. God has called you to stewardship, 
He has called you to stewardship over your family, over your home, over your health, over all the relationships in your life. And he has called you to stewardship over the gifts that he has given you. And sisters, we can't wait going another day, another month, another year without pursuing this calling that God has given us. So click that link and I will see you on a Purposeful Priorities call. And let's dive into this episode with Alexandra Yu. She is a lover of Jesus. She is a wife, a mom, and a registered nurse with many years of experience in the clinical research industry. Her passion for holistic health led her to the launch of her holistic healing podcast. Alexandra's mission is to encourage Christian women to seek God's wisdom first for their health and life so that they can experience true lasting healing that will allow them to make a greater eternal impact in their homes and their communities. Wow. Thank you, Alexandra, for being here, for showing up and sharing this wisdom with us because I am also passionate about holistic health and healing. I am so excited to dive into the ways that you have to share with us about bringing the Lord into our health and so much more. So is there anything you would love to add to that bio? No, I think that pretty much covers it. Thank you so much, Sasha, for having me. I've been listening to your podcast and I I really love it. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I am so grateful. Well, um, I don't even know where to start today, but first, actually, I love that in your podcast application, you put one of these things, I'm scrappy and adaptable. And I am just like, that shows so much to me about your character and your personality and your drive. And I really related to that when you had said that, but at the same time, I don't know if I would have used the ever like naturally used those words on my own, but I would agree I'm scrappy and adaptable. So if you're a listener and you're also scrappy and adaptable, <laughs> you know, you're going to love this podcast episode and you're going to love Alexandra and just diving into everything that she has to share with us today. So Starting out, I guess, do you want to do you want to tell us a little bit more about like what is holistic health or holistic healing and what does the Bible have to say about that? Right. Um I'm glad that you mentioned that because I feel like a lot of people are scared of the word holistic because they think that it mentions these strange practices and strange spiritual things which sometimes it can. But when I talk about holistic, when you look in the dictionary, holistic actually means um, considering the whole. It it says something like that. So when I think of holistic healing, I just think it's wiser to look at all aspects of health. So that includes our social health, right? Our relationships, that includes our mental health, that includes our spiritual health, our physical health. And also, I think it's also wise to consider the environment that we're living in. You know, what is our air quality like? Things like that. So when we talk about, when I talk about holistic health, that's what, that's what I'm referring to. I love it. I think environmental health of all those that you listed, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like that's one of the areas a lot of us skip over. I know for myself having Hashimoto's, one of the big things that my doctor had pointed out, and I was so grateful. I'd already been on a journey of like discovering this and realizing, but just how much like toxins I was um, introducing and like subjecting my body to on a regular basis, be it, you know, air fresheners or, or candles, or sometimes in the foods we eat or the cleaning supplies. 
And um, even though I live in Alaska, I think it's the greatest environment you can live in, right? It's like all natural and fresh air and mountains and and everything. Um, it's like the nature of nature, <laughs> you know, that's left <laughs> in the world. And um, and yet I, I feel like my home was a very toxic space. And so I love that you point that out because environment can definitely have a huge thing, obviously, as well as mental, spiritual, emotional, and social. So very cool. And thank you for pointing that out. Sure. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I definitely feel like people don't take that into consideration. Like some people could have a toxic mold issue in their home and that could be causing depression and hormone issues and just carcinogens. And if you're, you know, if you just go to the doctor and they say, oh, take this pill, take this, whatever, um, and you're not looking for that root cause, you're, you could be missing something that's, you know, it could, it's pretty simple to get rid of, you know, whether it be, like you said, um, cleaning products, um, like even the things that you cook with, those have can have carcinogens in them. So I feel like when it comes to like changing our diet, I feel like that can be more difficult, because we're, you know, we're attached to certain foods, or um, sometimes, healthy foods are more expensive. So that can be harder. But if we just, you know, look at the labels on our cleaning products or our cosmetics, that can make a huge difference because there are just so many hormone disruptors and so many things can cause cancer can affect our mood. So I feel like that's maybe a simpler way that we can focus on our health if we're just starting out. Right. Yeah. And, and it's so huge. And I would encourage you guys, if this is something that you're like desiring to look into, but don't really know where to start, find a coach or somebody to help you. <laughs> because I know for myself, like when I first went down this road of like, well, let me check out my cleaning supplies and let me learn about reading food labels. And um, as a beginner, like it can be very overwhelming and you can very easily go down rabbit holes on like one specific thing and then get lost and it can be very time consuming. And so that's one of my uh, number one recommendations, I think, for somebody who's new and starting out is to find somebody who's walked it, find somebody who's knowledgeable and experienced, whether it's somebody like Alexandra um, or somebody else that knows what they're looking at that can help be a guide and direct you to where to find the answers that you're really needing. Um, super, super important topics. And man, I feel like we can have a podcast episode on each one of these, right? Um, right. But I'm and curious, I know you, you approach all of this from a biblical perspective. So can you tell us a little bit more about what the Bible teaches about health and healing and um, is it similar to these areas that you talked about or are there any specific verses that you um, kind of have that are always standing out to you? Sure. So when I think about what the Bible says about health and healing, I think the first step is, is we need to be asking God for healing and wisdom. I think the church does a great job of asking um, God to heal them and we should continue to do that. Um, I believe in miraculous healing, but I think a lot of times we don't, that's where we stop. So we don't ask God for wisdom on what practitioner should I see? Should I go through with this surgery? Should I take this medication? Um, and the Bible says in James, 
James 1, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So it actually says in James 1 that God gives wisdom to us when he when we ask him. So so like I said, when it comes to our health, we we really should be asking him um, before, I think, before we do anything major or when it's when it's small too, like ask him what what should my diet look like? Should are there things that I should be cutting out? Are there things that I should be adding? Because I believe that it, it looks different for everyone. Like there's so many people that say this diet is the answer. This diet is the answer. This food is toxic. But if you think about how God created each of us, we're all so unique. I believe that not every healthy diet will work for everyone. So I really feel like that's the, definitely the first step to ask him for wisdom. And then I think the second step is to trust, is to trust him, trust God with everything, including our health. Jeremiah 17 says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out out its roots by the stream and does not fear when he comes for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. I know in, in my own situation, I, I tend to have doctors, some doctors call it psoriasis, some call it eczema, but there was this time where I just broke out. Like my skin was um, all over my hands were rashes sometimes in it on the worst days, it was on my armpits and on my neck and on my foot all over my arms. And so I, I kind of went on this journey where I found these natural remedies. I did a detox and all that stuff. And then, um, but then it got to a point where those things no longer helped. And I felt like God showing me that it's your, it's that you don't trust me. Your trust is causing this inflammation and all these things to happen. And that's why your body can't heal. And I'm not saying that that's what it is for everyone, but at least for me, I really, we do, we, I feel like we underestimate that trust aspect. You know, if we're scared, if we're stressed out, that can affect our body in just, just really enormous ways that we, we don't, that truly, I don't understand. I feel like the medical community doesn't understand. So I feel like that's a huge thing. And I want to say this because we were talking about toxins in an environment and everything like that. And it can all, um, I think, become overwhelming. And I feel like some people can get to the point where they're just so scared of everything. Like you need to eat clean all the time. You need to get rid of this and that. But I think we need to be careful here, be, here too, because that's where um, we can lack trust in God as well, thinking that we can get rid of, rid of all these things and that can cause health issues too, you know, just being too legalistic about the way we eat. Mm. And that I feel like that's something that God taught me too, that it's not all about food and you don't have to worry. I'm going to take care of you, you know? So I think we just, we just ask God for wisdom. We trust him. We do the best that we can. And honestly, God, God will take care of the rest. The third thing that he taught me is that we need to take action. Sometimes we know what to do with our health. Like we know, like, we're just eating like way too much sugar, or we're not even like eating enough vegetables, you know, we're not getting enough fiber. Sometimes we know what to do and we're not taking action. Maybe it's because we don't have the accountability or, you know, whatever it is. Um, 
we can look at Second Kings chapter five. This um, has to do with Naaman. So God, um, so Naaman had leprosy, and God told him to dip in the Jordan seven times. And Naaman just at first he just walked away in a rage. He's like, "Why do I have to dip in the Jordan? Like this is." He just, I think he wanted it like simple and quick and he wanted it his way. But actually, when you think about it, it was like pretty simple and quick, but he just, he didn't want to do it. And then someone went up to him and went, went up to him and said, you know, God is telling you to do this. You know, I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'm missing a lot of mm-hmm. what it actually says, but he, he, um, he actually did. He dipped in the Jordan seven times and he was healed. So I believe that God really puts the responsibility on us to also take action. Sometimes he heals us in an instant, but sometimes it's a process and um, just take taking the the next obedient step can really can just really help us. And then I think the fourth thing is to just always remember um, that God, that God is our healer. I think when, Um, I was going through all these skin issues and I was finding all these natural remedies. I was falling in love with um, essential oils and plants and herbs and God's creation. But I feel like God was, was showing me like, Hey, you know, I, I know I made all these things for you, but just remember that they all come from me and you can go to me and, and that ultimately I'm, I'm your healer. I can heal your heart. I can heal your body. Um, so I think that's the most important thing to just remember that all healing ultimately comes from God. Wow. So good. <laughs> so good. I I want to ask you, um, because this is one of the big things that is like standing out to me. And I, I often wonder this because the medical community is so um, science-based, right? It's like, right. you know, there's a, there's a scientific process, there's a scientific reason or explanation for everything. And I see a lot of people who, um, look at science as like anti-God. It's like, there's either science or God and they don't back each other up. I see a lot of like the mesh, right? But I always wonder how people do it in the medical community, right? When you like have all this experience as a registered nurse, um, how do you, reconcile that and um like have you left kind of the the medical westernized medical industry because of the difference or like what what does that whole thing look like for you that's that's a good question um I so I was a bedside nurse for only a year and I feel like God pulled me out of there not because of my beliefs but just for different reasons. Um, and I worked um, working in the pharmaceutical clinical research industry. Um, yeah, that's, that's a really good question because I do feel like God puts, because I have this doctor friend right now, she actually just quit her job <laughs> and she wants to start this um, center of excellence for breastfeeding because she believes in it so much. But um, I think for, people that are like me, I think they find ways to integrate their beliefs into the system. Like I know a lot of nurses that pray for their patients and also, which this is really cool. I, I, I haven't been following it, but I know that in some hospitals, they're integrating essential oils into the practice. Um, I think some nurses, they, or doctors, they move on to like integrative or functional health clinics 
because that's more aligned. Um, but I think also, I mean, nurses are definitely needed like in the ICU and the ER. So um, I definitely respect the medical community. So I, I feel like, you know, wherever God has placed someone, they can use whatever God has given them and shown them for his glory and whatever ways, you know, that comes up in their in their careers or their or their lives. I love that. Wherever God places someone, he can use them. Yes, definitely. That's a great encouragement. I I ask because I know that they're not just, you know, the explanation that I've given, but I know that there are a couple of people that I've talked to in the medical industry that um we're just like, I have to leave and go a different direction, whether they, they then become health coaches, you know, or, um, you know, step, step, like you said, more into functional or integrative medicine that, that involves, you know, praying over your health and, and let's look at all of these other things instead of just, you know, this one picture. I remember when I started with my functional medicine practitioner, it was like, I don't know, probably a 20 page packet I had to fill out of information. And it's like, did you have pets growing up? Did you live on a farm? Like, what are your cleaning supplies look look like? Have you ever cleaned commercially? All of these crazy questions. And I'm like, what does this have anything to do with my health? Like at first, you know? Um, So I love that. Thank you for that explanation. I love your four, um, I, I guess, steps or four parts of you know, how does the Bible integrate with health? And number one being wisdom. This is just a, a recap and a reminder. <laughs> um, number two being trust. Number three, action. And number four, remembering that God is healer. And when you said trust, I you were talking about, you know, when you're scared or stressed, like it can often be something like that, that can have this kind of enormous impact on your health. And that was something I was thinking about before we even jumped on our call this morning. I was thinking about how much stress has been a factor for my health for so long. And even something as simple as like, how much sleep are you getting and how much water are you drinking? And just knowing that if I actually prioritize seven to nine hours of sleep versus, you know, oh, it's been four and a half, but I got to get up and do, do, do. Um, my health has changed drastically on account of that. And, and not just the sleep, right? Not just the prioritizing the sleep, but when I was getting such little sleep to get up and do, 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 I was then living off of caffeine and sugar all day to like make it through. I didn't have energy to, you know, have a proper workout and move my body and whatever else. And so I think a lot of times it is some of those simple things, but I was just living this, this stressed lifestyle, like feeding off cortisol basically. Um, so I love that you pointed that out too, because when we bring even our minds and our souls into this place of trusting the Lord, like he's so faithful, you know, like how can we not? But then we get so caught up in the busy and in the day to day. And I love that in there, you said also stop being legalistic about it. And I've never heard it put like that, but I'm like, it's so true, right? Where you're like, oh no, I can't eat this and I can't eat that. And you like put yourself in this little box and it's like, you know, if you choose to go out to dinner with your family and have a slice of pie, it's fine. It's just going back to that, taking action, your third step. If you know that this is a problem for you, address it, right? Go back to the wisdom and pray and um, 
and draw on the Lord for that. And then that kind of segues into this other thing you had mentioned about, you know, if you know you're having too much sugar or whatever else, my husband was just telling me last night, he read a study that said, I don't remember how long ago it was. He had mentioned though, like, I don't know, 30 years ago or something like that. The average American had a half a pound of sugar a year or something like that. And I now think it's, it's probably, like, it might be more than that. Yeah, and and now it's that. like a half a pound a day because there's oh, yeah. sugar in every single thing that we eat. It's like right. added into everything. Plus we put sugar on top, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's so many kinds of sugar, right? I, I've been reading a lot of labels lately and it's like, okay, that's sugar. Like literally we're going to put sugar in this one product and seven different forms of sugar (laughs) you've got. Uh, It's just crazy how much it gets. And so I love that step too, is getting into action. Um, And I love that you gave that story about um, Naaman from second Kings. Like, again, I don't know that I ever would have read that and like drawn that conclusion from it. But I think that's uh, that's a story that will stick with me like forever <laughs> because I'm like, that is so powerful that he's like dipping the Jordan seven times. And he's like, why? I don't want to do it. This is just silly. <laughs> you know, and it's like, just go dip in the water and like, you'll be healed. It's fine. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but so many times I think we can stand in our own way of that. And just remembering again, number four, God is healer. Um. Such good stuff that you've shared with us today, Alexandra. I know you're gearing up for a book coming out. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and um, maybe when we can expect to see it, but what's going to be inside of it? Sure. Um, When I was first writing it, I feel like God pivoted the idea because when I was first writing it, it was kind of like the focus was more on the weaknesses that I saw in Western medicine. But then he showed me that... I want with this book, I want to point back to God. Like, so I'm pretty sure the title I've, I've basically wrote it, but I don't have peace on releasing it yet. I'm not sure why it might be missing something or I need to add more, but I believe the title will be six health myths that can make you sick, finding God's wisdom for health and healing. And it talks about obviously the six health myths that can make you sick. I think but a huge problem in our culture is our mindset when it comes to health. Like we, like, like I said, we've been kind of um, conditioned programmed to go to the doctor and do exactly what the doctor says. So we don't necessarily see that what we're believing may not align with the Bible. So I address, I address those things in the book. Um, The book will probably come out sometime this year. (laughs) We'll see. Um, It's pretty much done now, but I I think I still have some more to add or take away. But yeah, that's essentially what the book is about. Awesome. I love it. And I'm confidently believing it's going to come out this year because that it sounds amazing. It sounds so necessary. And I believe it will bless many. Um, What a powerful title you have, too. So not just about the book, but I know you also have a podcast, which we mentioned in the beginning, the Her Holistic Healing Podcast. Can you tell us where we can find that? And if people want to connect with you or follow you elsewhere, where can we do that? They can find the Her Holistic Her Holistic Healing Podcast basically anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, just 
pretty much anywhere. And I, I'm on Instagram, but I, I'm not on there very much. So you can go to my website, herholistichealing.com. I would love to connect with all of you. Awesome. I love it. And I will most certainly drop all of these links in the show notes so you guys can just scroll down, click right there, and be able to access all of these different things. Definitely follow her, visit the website, subscribe to the podcast, because that is how you're going to hear about that book dropping. Um, Again, thank you so much, Alexandra, for being on here. Any final um, words of encouragement or bits of wisdom that you have to share with our audience as we go today? I guess just a reminder, just keep going to God for wisdom. Um, Keep going, just going to God. God, it says in the Bible, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. I know, I feel like, at least for me, God is just showing me that he just loves us so much. And I feel like we don't, a lot of us, I mean, at least for me, I didn't, I grew up in church, but I didn't realize that how much he loves us, how much just the lies that we believe about God. I feel like a lot of people believe that God is mean or God is distant or God doesn't really care. All of those are lies. So just keep digging in, dig dig into your Bible, go to your church, um, find um, a safe community that believes in the Bible that will just women that will lift you up and you will, you will never regret it. It will be great for your health, just your whole life. Um, So that's all. That's all I have to say. I love it. Couldn't agree more. Well, thanks again. I hope this podcast has blessed you all. If you've enjoyed it, definitely share with a friend, leave a review, let us know. Thanks again, Alexandra, and we'll see all the rest of you next week. God bless.